This episode brought to you by the Roster Up Media Network, home to tangible insights for the NFL and fantasy sports. Check us out at rosterupmedia.com. Week four of the NFL. Hey, baby, here. Big Betsu's winning big this week and the law. Guys. Huh? Twitterless Lance. Twitterless Lance, baby. True that. Everyone, Lance now has a Twitter. You don't have to look too, you know, too hard. It is Twitterless Lance. One S, though, and less. You can go follow him. Follow me at CBaby0991 and Ooze, Big Homie Ooze. But mainly check out Roster Up on Twitter, Instagram, uh, our website, YouTube. Finally got the video up. Check us out, all these platforms. But we got a big show here today. A lot of news, a lot of things happening this past week. Does and duds, and then we'll finish it off with some starts and sits. I I don't know what to make of this, guys. It's been one weird start of the season. Um, that's really how I feel. And I bet you weird stuff will continue tonight, most likely during the Monday night game. Yeah, I mean, I feel the same way. It's just one of the things is um, me and Lance were talking about it last week. We thought that we give it one more week to stabilize, and the league says, "Where? <laughs> like we're not doing that. <laughs> we're not doing that. You just you gotta. It's a toss up every single week, you know. So it's one of those things. Is like, you just you just set it and forget it, and, and just pray that you know you guys just pop off that week. There's no there's no consistency yep. anywhere. Yeah. All right, let's start off with the news and get into the studs and duds. Who's take it away? Yeah, real quick, let's start with the news. Uh, first things first, Tua, quarterback of the Dolphins, suffered a brutal hit, second hit in three days, four days. Um, and he's now in concussion protocol. He was uh, carted to the hospital. Everything is fine. No, t- no timetable from return. Praying for everything to be good with him because he took a nasty hit on Sunday. And he had to play on Thursday. I don't know how the uh, the doctors his his doctor actually got fired on Sunday. Later that yeah, his his actual personal doctor who cleared him got fired. <laughs> Obviously, we know why um, because of that hit and how he was cleared the next day. Um, and then he is now out of the hospital. Um, again, praying for him, his family because. He was throwing up gang signs on that hit on Thursday. That that it was bad. It was bad. Um, another guy, Jonathan Taylor. Um, he suffered an ankle injury, which led to a fumble in a comeback for the Colts. Really bad. Um, he was actually okay. Saw him exchanging jerseys with um, um, King Henry later that game. X was King negative, saying that he's fine, has a chance to play. Um, on Thursday versus Denver. Talking about Denver, uh, Jonathan Williams, RIP Jonathan Williams owners, uh, he suffered a tour uh, LCL, ACL, and he's done for the season. Um, for that being said, for those who have Mark, uh, Melvin Gordon, big up to you. That's me in multiple leagues. Then on the waiver wires, coming on Tuesday, uh, make sure you look at Mike Boone. He actually saw more snaps um, than Mike uh, Melvin Gordon. Because that game, Melvin Gordon was fumbling. He fumbled twice that game, which is very unfortunate for him because now Mike Boone might be taking over his snaps. Um, and how many? He got a negative two points in yeah, some weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, starting him in some weeks, didn't do well. Again, the week before, put up 12 and a half points with a touchdown. This week, just didn't know what to do with the ball, kept on fumbling. Um,. <laughs> Staying with the staying with the Denver Broncos, who are playing on Thursday night. Russell Wilson was dinged up with his shoulder on Sunday. Um, something to monitor for also Thursday night game. Um, besides that, he should be playing on Thursday night. 
uh, Brian Robinson, who is coming off a um, scary um, um, arm robbery, got shot in the leg twice. Um, he is now cleared to come back to uh, physical um, play. And the commanders, I was about to call him the Redskins, the commanders have 21 <laughs> days to put him on the roster um, so he can come off the IR spots. Um, Berg, the rookie off of Titans, he was cut off to the field. Um, confirmed that he had turf toe. He will be uh, missing a uh, few weeks. Robert Woods, if he's still on the waiver wire, probably a good pickup for you to, to do, um, especially with that. Uh, passing game coming to life a little bit. Saw it against the Colts, but the Colts defense as a Colts fan was not good at all anyway. Um, Rashad Bateman dealing with a foot injury. Um, those who have um, Dunavay that has been, you know, popping off every other week, he might be coming in for consistent um, play. Go grab him if he's still on the waiver wire and uh, most likely be, you know, coming in more and more into the uh, Ravens offense. Daniel Jones was dealing with an ankle injury um, on Sunday. And come Tyra, Tyra Taylor, who also came in and he had to leave off of a concussion um, that game. So Daniel Jones came in with a foot full of tape and are, is getting monitored for this uh, upcoming week. Most likely he's going to be in. If he is, any and all... Uh, Giants wide receivers, for me, you just throw them away in your bench. Um, Saquon came in for a wild card for two plays. You know, he's still doing <laughs> he's still doing well. I think he racked up like 146 rushing yards, no touchdowns because Dan Jones took two of them. Um, for those who bet it against any time touchdowns for uh, Saquon, we had the yards, but didn't have the touchdowns. Um, going deeper into the league, uh, Ian McKenzie from the Bills, he got he left the game with a head injury. Um, again, concussions, serious thing. Hopefully he's okay. He's gonna be entering the concussion protocol. Um, Kenny Pickett came to the game yesterday um, for Mitch Trubisky. Um, he came in, had two rushing touchdowns, three picks. Again, first game for the rookie. But uh, Mike Thomas said he's gonna be the starter going forward for the rest of the season. Um, and then going to the other players that were ruled out for week four, uh, Zay Jones, James Winston, St. Brown, Michael Thomas, Alvin, who was in London, Keenan Allen, uh, Mac Jones, big up to the rookie uh, for um, the Patriots. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know his name because he was a third string because uh, what's his face went out. Um, yeah, Brian Horton. Horton. Yeah, yeah, but big up to him because he was playing well. But keep an eye on those guys for week five as uh, their, their, uh, change, their statuses may change for the starts and sits. All right. Let's get into this week four review. We've got the studs at quarterback. And these first two, this reminds me of, I forget who the Jets played a, two weeks ago, but they had like a 60-something point total, and they were like the top – like Joe Flacco was like top three that week. And so we got Jared Goff and Geno Smith were a game that went in like – the point total was 93. Like, what's going on here? Between the Detroit Lions and the Seahawks of all teams. But they're here, top of the list. I wouldn't get too excited here just because of the fact that two weeks ago when the Jets and whoever they played scored, you know, what, you know, up to 60-something points, they came back to life this week, and, you know, they're not in the top three or top ten this week. But moving on, Tom Brady, garbage time, uh, points, uh, rust, Finally came back to life. You probably had him on your bench like me and Ooze in most leagues. Yep. Josh Allen did his thing in the rain. Uh, Murray started off bad, but ended good. Just like his first two weeks and Justin Herbert. Anything you guys want to point out here? Uh, yeah. 
throwing the Jericho off. To be honest, he's been his average for the for four weeks has been twenty four point three points. Actually, pretty good for a quarterback that's still on the waiver wire. Okay, um, he's the problem with the whole alliance off uh, lines as a whole is that their defense is really really bad. Okay, and because of that, they're getting points scored on them, meaning Jared Goff has to throw and throw and throw and throw. So this is why you're seeing Jared Goff go for 37 points, 30 points. You know, his first week against Philly, a good defense, had 16, and then Minnesota, another good defense, at 14. But with the teams that really have a you know below or average defense, uh, he's going to be scoring those points. Uh, he has. 8, 10, oh. 11, 11 touchdowns with three interceptions this year. I mean, yeah, so Philly, he only put up 18 points. That was week one. Uh, he put up 15 points against Minnesota. Minnesota actually has a worse defense than Philly, which is surprising so far through the season. But his two big games are Seattle and Washington. So maybe this next week against New England, if you need a starter, if you need to, need to sit Murray or somebody, maybe again in two weeks against Miami. Um, two weeks for him. He's got to buy week six. And again, you might not be seeing another good outlook until he plays the Jets until December 18th. Yeah. So those are those are good bye weeks. But Goff is one of those guys. He's up and down. He's up and down. He's not going to be. I think he's a, yeah. For me, he's a good streaming quarterback. Um, you know, betting on Russ right now. If I can, if I look at Russ's uh, average points for, through four weeks, probably less than twenty. Um, I rather, you know, I'm hoping for uh, as a Russ owner in multiple leagues, I'm hoping for him to do what he did yesterday, um, with more consistency as he was doing in, um, as he was doing in uh, C- the Seattle Seahawks uh, the year pre- previous. Um, I know today uh, ESPN they're they're putting up stats. Geno has a has a better stat uh, line than Russell Wilson does. And that's that's saying something huge right now. And for me, I don't still I still don't trust Gino, but he's still not as bad as Russ, <laughs> you know. So for me, if, if I don't trust Gino, how am I trusting Russ, right? Maybe because I, you know, he has more uh, money in the bank for me. But you know, Gino out here doing it with, with his legs and his arms. So you know, again, those two guys, I think are okay streaming quarterbacks i think i'll take jared golf over gino as in you know the hype but yeah with, with jared golf he's a good streaming quarterback like you said some bye weeks you can definitely pick him up i think next week is a good good matchup for him to, to score a lot of points and he has to buy but he then goes against dallas which has a great defense i'm not trusting that um but again he they might be down a lot with dallas and then he has scoring points again All right. Um, just for conversation's sake, Russell Wilson is averaging 16.1 versus Jared Goff's 24.3. Can you imagine? And, and this will be something we'll monitor between, I would say, Tom Brady, Russ, and maybe in the future, Murphy. He did have that one week uh, last week where he was a dud. And all three of his games where he was a stud, it all came in. Him trying to catch up garbage time. All right. For the running back, we had 10 of them score over 20 points this week. <clears throat> we got Josh Jacobs, Austin Eckler, three touchdowns, finally waits up. Uh, yeah, low took, yards. Took him four weeks to score his first touchdown of the season. You know, Austin Eckler's yeah. owners were, were crying out to the, to the, to the fantasy gods. That was, I was one of them. It was like the Chargers forgot they had Austin Eckler who could score and then they were like, oh, let's have him score three times. Yeah. Uh, Miles Sanders, which stole a bunch of TDs from um, Hertz. No, which, no. It was, it, was, it was supposed to happen, but again, another guy <laughs> that was unperforming week after week and you said, I can't take it for a third week or fourth week and what does he do? He just goes off. Right? So... But that hurts your hurts the quarterback hurts um, you know production when you take when he's taking those rushing touchdowns away from him. But anyway, 
uh, Penny, who had two big touchdown runs, 151 yards. Williams, what we expected with no Swift. Pierce, which started him in some leagues, benched him in others. But, you know, hopefully this is a theme going forward. King Henry, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, tough defense, two touchdowns, one running, one catching. CMC led all running backs with 81 receiving yards and a receiving touchdown. And Dobbins, who was probably on most people's bench as well. Guys, talk to me. Josh Jacobs, would you trade him? Sanders, would you trade that guy? Penny, do we expect this from him? Where are your thoughts on these uh, running backs who are not usually, you know, first-round picks here? Yeah, for me, like Josh Jacobs is, is, is was a definitely a boom in in the uh, category for running backs. Um, do I see him continuing this uh, trend of him, you know, going through 144 and two touchdowns? Absolutely not. Can he stay consistent with you know somewhere around 80 and 90 with a tutty? He could, um, but we have to see that you know for the next two weeks, um, especially him going against. KC, and then he has a bye, and then he comes back with uh, Houston uh, at week seven. So um, KC definitely didn't allow any running yards against Len Fournette or Rashad White, and I don't think he's going to be there for the really pass-catching downs with uh, Derek Carr. Um, Zaria White saw some touches in the pass-catching um, um, offense there. Uh, so for me, this was more a, a boom for um, Josh Jacobs and not really a you know, yeah, like a, like a, like a star performance. Yeah. Lance, who on this list do you want to speak about? What strikes out to you? Um, I, we own Damian Pierce. We started him. Do you think this is going to be the new normal? Anyone else you want to touch on? No. So Damian Pierce, he's definitely he's definitely everything we thought he was. Um, the guy's got big play ability, put up like a 70-yard touchdown in the game. Now, those aren't going to come every week, but he also is putting up mean points even before then. Um, so Damian Pierce, two weeks in a row, getting stronger, getting more looks, and getting more confidence in with the, the coaching staff. Um, anybody on this list that I would start to, to try and feel out the trade waters is Williams. We know Swift is going to come back at some point. We know Williams is going to keep this level up. But there's plenty of fantasy owners out there that just are so desperate at running back. And the reason they're desperate is week one, there was only six running backs that had over 20 points. Week two, there was two. Week three, there were six. This week, there was 10. So if any of those guys are on that list that you can try and capitalize on, Going into the buys coming up, I would start getting those guys lined up and start making those conversations now. And Williams is one of those guys. I don't see him. It's a shared backfield when the guy's healthy. You don't really want to keep somebody like that who's not going to keep it all. Damian Pierce, that's his backfield. Derek Henry, that's his backfield. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, that's his backfield for the most part. J.K. Dobbins, now that he's getting more touches, that's his backfield. Um, the rest of those other guys. Sanders, Eckler, they're they're all expected to be there, right? You're not really trading those guys away unless you expect some injury to come up. Um, but Williams is the only one that, on that list that is not like the others. Yeah, and I, 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 and I, and I love what you said with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire for the most part, because if anybody watched that game on Sunday night, Isaiah Pacheco if he's on the waiver wire, I think that's a stash. Him up. I, think oh, that's yeah. a, I think that's a, a great stash because that man was looking explosive. He and was running hard. Yeah, he, he was looking explosive. And everybody from the commentators to Twitter was saying, this guy's looking like something special. Clyde will definitely try to you know keep him back there because he also had some good runs, some good holes that he burst through. But... I give it a couple of weeks, and you'll probably see the the uh, the share start to switch into uh, Pacheco's favor um, in the share snaps between the running backs there. Yeah, th- there is something to say about the fact that he looks explosive. Hilaire is supposed to be explosive as well. The difference there with Hilaire is he's got a few years 
and he got a he's got an understanding on that backyard play that Mahomes puts in. Yeah, and you see that with that with that jump shot fadeaway touchdown that Mahomes. This guy is working the back of that end zone, ran to the open spot, and was available for that catch. Without that, there goes eight points from his uh, fantasy totals. Yeah. Pacheco has to learn that kind of stuff. That's not that's not something just to keep moving, keep, just to keep moving yep. and moving and moving because that's what that that's what you know that's what Mahomes needs needs yeah. you know because when he gets in trouble he can make he can definitely make something happen. But yeah, I completely agree. It, I think I think if Pacheco starts to learn that backyard type of play and you know always move your feet, always trying to get open because if he doesn't see you one time, trust me, he's looking at five other guys to come back to you. You know, so um, and he has the speed. I think he's way faster than Clyde. And, again, he has a sharper cut. So we'll see. Now, I'm greedy. I would try and keep Edwards a little longer. Edwards, Edwards Lair is closer to Williams than anybody else in that list. I would try and keep him longer because I know that Pacheco isn't there to take it yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. But Swift, as soon as he comes back, that share is going to be there. Um, so – in my greed, I might I might end up losing a trade partner because of that with Clyde uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. So don't be like me. Maybe don't be as greedy. <laughs> um, before we move on, I'm mad I fell asleep for the rest of that game last night because, like we mentioned before, Patrick Mahomes out here playing like backyard football. Um, I don't know if it was a Twitter or Instagram post or the commentator. They were saying, like, it's just like he's out there being, like, the grown dad playing against little kids in the backyard, throwing around defenders, flipping up against uh, over defenders, and giving, getting a touchdown, just, like, ridiculous stuff. So, You know Mahomes. what aggravates me about Mahomes? Talk to us. <laughs> he... You see those highlights. You see the those things, right? It doesn't look like there's a throw he can't make. It doesn't look like there's a read he can't make. It doesn't look like there's a tackle he can't break. Why are all these games why, – why does he make these look like these mere mortals can play with him? I'm tired <laughs> of seeing him only win by a touchdown. I yeah. want to see 40 points. For not for I want to see not for nothing. Yeah, I want to see God like just take over the field. Like I think that's what I'm going to do. I know he can do it, and he he's did not. It, he did it last night. I tell you that for sure. He put he he said Tom Brady. Who? I'm not losing to you twice. You, good for you. You took the Super Bowl, but I ain't doing that again. And he he made sure of it. He definitely did. I'll tell you that for sure. All right, let's get into the wide receivers. Only four of them scored over 20 points this week. We've got Mike Evans at the top of the list, 103 receiving yards, two touchdowns, 10 targets. Justin Jefferson came back to life after a, was it like two points he had? Fantasy yeah. points last week. Uh, 147 yards, uh, 10 receptions in London, no touchdowns. Or no, he had a rushing touchdown. Yeah, I'm rushing. sorry. Yeah, he and then. T. Higgins and Tyreek Hill. After his dud, he came back to life as well. He told you, Eli Apple is going to eat you up, boy. And he did. Yep. <laughs> Jamal Agnew, C.D. Lamb, D.K. Metcalf. Agnew basically um, benefited from the wet game and you no know, Zay Jones being in the game. Um, C.D. Lamb. This is interesting. One of the stats they said during the Cowboys game is that basically CD performs better with um, Cooper Rush and with Dak, apparently. Obviously a smaller sample size, but he averages like 100 yards and I think a touchdown or so with Cooper Rush. So something to keep in mind as Dak comes back, his, you know, they took the stitches out last week. Reynolds went off because of no St. Brown being in, and then Hollywood Brown in the garbage time with uh, Murray. So, you know, Evans came back, balled out. Jefferson balled out. C.D. Lamb, this is what we expected. Finally, 
you know, Tyreek Hill goes off. What do you guys think about, say, Zay I mean, uh, Agnew, Reynolds, any of these guys, Hollywood? Um, Eight of those guys are not going to be on this list next week. And, and I'll go out on a limb eight? and give you all of those guys. Half of those guys, eight, half of the eight of them. Higgins will not be there. Hill will not be there. Agnew will not be there. And Reynolds will not be there. Now, Agnew and Reynolds are really easy, especially if Zay Jones is back and St. Brown is back. But Hill, we don't even know who's throwing the Hill. Is it going to be Teddy Bridgewater? Teddy. They said Teddy. We know it's not going to be Tua. Yeah. But I, I don't see Teddy Bridgewater being able to do what Hill needs. Uh, Higgins, I think whoa, that was a... Whoa, 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 whoa. Teddy Bridgewater, got, I'm pretty sure, did majority of the 163 yards that Hill had. I'm, I am 100%, I am totally sure that he had a majority of that because I think he had like two, I think it was two or, he had a, I know he had a 70-yard 70, 70 or 80-yard bomb to Hill. I want to say he had like another one, for like forty or fifty. Yeah, I'm sure. So I'm over, sure, but those bombs, but those bombs, as we already saw it, Tua don't come every week. How do you put up two uh, points one week? Uh, I mean, because uh, uh, yeah, those bombs don't I'm, always work. Uh, I'm just saying. I'm, the only reason I said it is that Teddy can get it done because we've seen it. I don't think, like. I I think what I think on your premise of the thing is is it going to be consistent like Tua? Look, we, we saw Jimmy Garoppolo come in and put up stats like he was, hey, why'd you guys bench this guy? And then the next week, what did he do? He didn't put up Again, stats. Again, I think that's the thing. As you prepare yeah. for yeah. Teddy Bridgewater, yep. you, you're going to know, what is Teddy Bridgewater terrible against? Yeah. Is it blitz to the left? Is it is it drop coverages on the right? Yeah, that kind of stuff is going to happen to Teddy, where he didn't have to worry about that with Cincinnati. So he, he gets the benefit of being able to come in and the defense isn't tuned up for him. I don't know that that's going to be that case for this week. Also, if the Dolphins are playing from behind again, they're going to be a lot more throws. If he's not going to be able to connect on those throws, it's going to be a lot harder on him than anything else. Their run game has not been in it. Um, T. Higgins, that's been a boomer bust guy this whole season too. Um, there's a lot of boom bust guys on here. I can see Brown still being there. I can see CDB being there. Jefferson, he should be up there every week. Same thing with Mike Evans. They should be up there every week. Mike Evans is the only one that shouldn't be up there if he's playing against the uh, the Saints. Because <laughs> we all know Marcus Latimer has that guy's number in his underwear. That guy's got that guy locked down. All right. Anything else before we move to tight ends? No. Yeah. I think everybody else we is got to talk about. We got to talk about that tight end. We got Hawkinson leading the way. 35 fantasy points, 179 yards, two touchdowns, eight receptions. We had uh, your boy from Indy, uh, Mo Alley Cox, Ooze, Kelsey after that, Gerald Everett, and Ertz. Um, I like the consistency of Ertz, but it's only because of the garbage time. And then Hawkinson balled out. Mo Ali Cox had two touchdowns. And Travis Kelsey scored like within one minute of the dang game last night. And obviously Gerald Everett. Um he's been pretty consistent. So what do you guys think about these tight ends for this week? Um, I think like again, it's one of those things. Uh or like TJ, you know, he's been MIA for the past three weeks anyway. He came back from a game that, you know, scored 93 points with um, uh, Jared Goff. Jared Goff is a good streaming cornerback for next week. He could be definitely uh, a potential start, start for me next week, you know, foreshadowing there um, because of the fact that uh, next week the defense that Jared Goff is going against, he has to throw. So, um Great stud for the week. Might have to repeat that next week um, before the bye. Um, everybody else on the list, I think I agree with you. Ertz, it's more garbage time. Um, he wasn't really doing anything special. It was more of 
Kyle Murray just using his tiny little legs to run around, run around and, and get it to him. I want to, you know, give big ups to Moali Cox. Um, he had two touchdowns, 85 yards, but with that offense not clicking, the offense line is not doing what needs, needs to be done. Um, it's between him and uh, Jelani Woods, the rookie. So consistency is what we, we try to, you know, preach on the, on the show, and I don't think it's going to be there, but he, he does have um, games that he can, t- he can score those good points. But for me, it's, you know, maybe a sit for next week, for this week going against Denver. Lance, any thoughts on these tight ends, or should we just get into the dubs? Yeah, Hawkinson is one of those ones that I don't think a lot of people are going to drop or all of a sudden pick up. He's taken in almost every league. I can't imagine he's sitting out there. But if he is and you pick him up, do realize that number that he put up this week is largely because of how depleted the lines were almost everywhere else. With Swift out, with uh, St. Brown out, with Shark out, there was a lot of openness in that midfield, and that's the same reason why Reynolds pops up on the board. That kind of stuff is going to lead to bigger target share for him, and you saw his targets jump up to 12 this week. Um, so don't expect that kind of output. It was great for this week. Probably going to make his fantasy points look weird for the whole year. Um, but he does have the ability to put up another one next week, but then he's got to buy right after that. All right, we'll get into the duds now. We've got QB duds. Um, If you were hoping for big games from your running quarterbacks, Lamar and Hurts, they kind of hurt you this week. Um, And both both... because they were using their running backs this week. We had Sanders putting it up in Philly, and we had uh, J.K. Dobbins back in uh, Baltimore. And that could be a product of just the – they were both in rain games, just a different game script. Um, obviously, Tua got hurt. Mariota, you can fade this guy, had three points. I don't know if you're starting these two guys. I, like, with Mariota and Wentz, I mean, you're not starting these guys. There's no way. I, I had to start Mariota in one league. Really? Had to. Yeah. And I started Jimmy G the week before. We're having you're all types of problems. Huh? You're streaming quarterbacks? Yeah, had to. Have to. Because um, who did I draft? Oh, Dak. Dak oh, God. Cowboys friends, the Cowboys hurt you in every aspect of life, do they? Don't they? <laughs> yeah. Every aspect of life, they just, they, just, they just come and hurt you every single time. You know what's crazy? I usually draft a, a Cowboy every team. Like, I got, like, six leagues that's every year. Probably draft one Cowboy. Only drafted two this year. CD in one league and Dak in this league. And then Dak hurts his hand. Oh, wow. So now I'm streaming quarterback. Uh, and then once, and after we sang Trevor Lawrence's praises last week, he goes and I know. You know I, I start him this week. He, he puts up a huge dud. Um. You got to pay attention to the weather. That should teach everybody this week. Oh, <laughs> there yeah. is a hurricane coming through. Pay attention it's to the so weather. F- it's Lance. It's so funny you say that. I did that. I didn't even think about it until the games are already I, on. No, you're, yep. you're absolutely correct because I actually thought about it when I put in a bet in, which I won. It was one of the cards you I I posted in the chat. It's I did um, Mark Andrews under sixty five yards. Everybody's like, why are you going to do that? That's absolutely crazy. He's averaging 70-something yards. But I was like, this hurricane... I'm, I'm literally driving back from AC. I was like, this hurricane was on the East Coast. There's no way that these guys are going to be throwing this ball like that. And I'm not not like, not like even thinking because I'm still in the gambling mode. Come like I'm on the uh, on 30 West, <laughs> and I'm looking at... I'm leaving AC. I'm on 30 West, and the Bay is literally trying to come onto the highway right now. Like it's like it's sitting right there. I don't know if you guys take thirty west to AC. I think thirty west to AC, but you know where the billboards yeah. are and stuff like that, and you people go no, crabbing. Yeah. The yeah. the yeah. water is it's it's waving, trying to get onto the onto thirty west. I'm like, yo, I gotta get the hell out of here. They got a, a jump the jeep. 
I'm real. And my, my wife was like, oh my God, is this going to flood? I said, I don't care. I'm out of here, baby. Like, we're moving because this hurricane is hitting, right? So I do, I do that. And then I just, I didn't think, I was like, oh, I should change Trevor Lawrence out of there because he's playing at Philly. And Philly was just downpouring too. So yeah, t- this week, check the weather, people. Check the weather because it's, it's affecting everything. In good ways and bad ways. Just make sure you do it on all your teams. Yeah, remember, if it's going to be your heavy downpours, the run game is going to be important. If it's going to be snow, the run game is not going to be important. You're going to throw more. And the only thing you need to think of, (laughs) remember when the Titans played the the Patriots and CJ couldn't get get his motors running? And the Brady and the Patriots were just throwing. They were just throwing touchdowns left and right. They right. had like 40 points yeah, that they, game. They just all because they, they the defensive rush couldn't get leverage to push through the offensive line. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's the thing. Snowing on the field, look for passing. Rain, heavy rain, look for runs. And also, stay away from those quarterbacks who have Donald Trump-sized hands. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, that's you. Yeah, no, you. <laughs> <laughs> Not the baby hands. Oh, all right. We've got these running backs. Uh, Taylor fumbled, no touchdowns, 20 carries for 42 yards, also got injured. Najee Harris, for me personally, I'm ready to trade him myself. I told you to trade him two weeks ago. He's not it. Like, that whole offense is not it. Get rid of him. It's too late for you to sell high. You can't do anything with it. Williams got hurt. Now he's out for the rest of the season. James Robinson. Did he have a bad game, Jim? Uh, he didn't have Online a good game. I don't think he had a great game. I mean, he it was, it was Philly, but he just. He, he oh, had, yeah, two points. Yeah, yeah. He did, yeah. It was it, uh, the Jaguars. The Jaguars were, 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 were humming, by the way. Yeah. They were humming, but just couldn't do anything. Gibson, Pollard, Melvin Gordon, uh, ETN. So, you know, a major concern here, Taylor, Harris, Williams is out. Uh, Gibson could be another red flag because Robinson is now coming back. So what do you guys think here? You know, hit the panic (laughs) button on some of these guys. What are we doing? Um, For me, like, the guys that you hitting pen and button is Najee Harris, um, James Rob. The, like it's just those guys that were you know they weren't trade hot. They weren't hot commodities coming into the draft, but you had so much value in them and they were hitting. But now you're thinking to yourself like, should I continue to start them or should I sit them? And then that's James Robinson. That's Antonio Gibson because he he looked good a couple weeks ago. Didn't look good past two weeks. And Brandon Brandon Robinson is is coming off of you know, his traumatic injury and most likely was just gonna come straight in the team and take the take the uh take the uh snaps. Melvin Gordon, I I'm not worried about him. He's a vet. He's been playing a game for so long. He had four fumbles. I think that's the most he's he I think his first two fumbles were the most he ever did in his career. And then you can for me I I feel like it's more of just chucking it up to a bad game. He had a bad game. He just couldn't shake it. For next week, he's the starting guy. He's he's gonna be the main guy, I think. And I think Russell wasn't gonna be saying to him, "Hey, we have a short week. You gotta shake it off." And we're going against the Colts, who have a very bad. I don't okay, not very bad, but just a bad defense right now. And you know, um, Shaq Leonard is just he just got a concussion. He's out for this uh, Thursday game, so linebackers are back to weakness. And you know, I think I think you don't have to worry about Melvin Gordon or. Um, Tyra Taylor because those those the Tyra Taylor started off, started off slow last season and then came to be the the number one Russian um, running back in the whole season the whole NFL last year so you just gotta give it time. But I'm worried, Lance. We share Jonathan Taylor. He was our first overall pick in this league, the roster up league, and I think. What was it two or three weeks before the draft? He said, 
think about taking Derrick Henry first overall than Jonathan Taylor. First week, I was like, that was that would have been a mistake. Now I'm thinking like, hmm, he might have had a a point here. So as a Jonathan Taylor owner, Lance, what are you you concerned about this? It's been about two or three bad weeks of your first overall pick not giving you what you need. I mean, we're still winning, thank thankfully, but you know this is concerning. Oh. We're we're winning because we didn't play ooze this week. That's for darn sure. <laughs> yeah, this week I, I, I did put up some months. Week he put up a historic low. This week he puts up a historic high, and we met him on the right weeks. Yeah, you, did, you definitely did meet me on the right week. I, you know, that was a that was a good quote right there. You did because I was yeah. I was mashing today, and, and we didn't put up chump points this week. We just didn't oh, no, put no. up God's stats that he put up. So, yes, Taylor, I don't even know what to do with Taylor, right? Because he's your first-round pick. There's not a price that you could get back that would equal what you think you deserve for a first-round pick. Exactly. And that's that's even trying to discount it for what you know Taylor is and what you know that offensive line is. The only thing we could do is continue to ride him unless we've got a running back better than him because we're not going to trade him and get something we like, and nobody's going to want him because, frankly, the issues that we have with him, everybody knows. And it's not it's not that we're going to get uh, another running back for him. Um, so we're kind of stuck with Taylor, kind of ride or die with him right now. Um, that's how it typically is with a lot of your number one picks. Not a lot of people drop those guys. Not a lot of people get to trade the trade away from those guys. Um, not unless they're wide receivers. All right. Speaking of wide receivers, we've got a couple duds this week. Um, Diggs, Diggs kind of hurt you if, you know, if you were hoping for big points again, kind of like Hurts and Lamar Jackson. Uh, but you got Chase, Waddle, Amari Cooper, uh, Pittman Jr., Curtis Samuel, uh, Garrett Wilson, Devontae Smith, Deontay Johnson, Scary Terry Bateman, and Gabe Davis. Um, I feel like the Bills are going to be all right. Those guys, Diggs, Gabe Davis, just because of the rain. Uh, Same thing with sure Smith. Who, Smith, yep. Um, Waddle concerns me since I'm a, a Waddle owner. Um, Chase kind of hurt you. Other than that, who are you guys kind of concerned about with the, on this list this week? Um, for me, it's probably Curtis Samuel um, and Garrett Wilson. Those two is due to the quarterback play because of the fact that Zach Wilson, he, he won the game, but he has on his own favorite target, right? Yeah. Because Garrett Wilson was Joe Flacco's. And you can obviously see yeah. that. The only consistent, the only common denominator between the two is the guy that we told you to pick him up is, the, is Coughlin. The tight end, okay? That man, he was scaring me for a little bit for the first two quarters, and then Zach was like, oh, man, I forgot about you. You know, you're a good, you're a good guy. So I forgot about him. the security blanket. I, I, I forgot about the security blanket, right? So, you know, definitely a guy that, you know, he liked. Um, Corey Davis came out the blue, right? Scored a touchdown. Yep. You know, old man Corey Davis. So I, I feel like maybe, you know, Joe Vacco had him for – Four weeks or three weeks, what it can it be? Um, and um, Zach wasn't gonna have a full camp with him, so maybe you know going forward he can get him, you know, keep him going, keep him going. Um, but for right now, I'm, I'm kind of worried about that. I'll, I have to wait to see it again. You know, what I mean, with Joe Flacco, I knew, I knew what it was. But with Zach Wilson, I don't. Curtis Samuel, he, it's it's always a hit or miss. It's a hit or miss because say it again, I say it every episode. Carson West is a good bad quarterback. Okay, he just he can't he just can't get out of his way. He can make the throws, but he can't make the throws. I don't I know it doesn't make sense, but it makes sense at the same time. Okay, <laughs> he threw two of them to Curtis Samuel's, um, to the right side of the end zone, and Curtis just didn't, couldn't get his feet in, and he just and the, the throw itself was gorgeous. Just couldn't get his two feet. 
but at the same time that he was throw he throws garbage into the ground because he keeps holding on the ball too long he's a good bad quarterback he can make the throws but just can't get it there um amar cooper you just gotta throw him out the window it's it's david njoku or nobody else and and that brown's offense and that's jacoby and, and was what you said in preseason like i know jacoby came from the colts came from the patriots to the colts to miami and every single time he went to another team their tight ends blew the fuck up Yep, just blew up. I don't know why, but just blew up. So, Amari Cooper. Hopefully, he you know they can see more shares, but he's on the field seventy five percent of the time, eighty percent. I think he has eighty five percent of the offensive snaps, but just can't get the targets. So, some of these guys you drafted in mid rounds, hoping for them to explode, maybe even top or um, third round. Deontay Johnson, Scary Terry, Bateman, Gabe Davis, you, um, Pittman, you look into draft, I mean, trade away these guys, trade four. What are your thoughts there, Lance, on those type of players? Thor does this. I might, I might listen to somebody who wants to trade Cooper to me, um, only because I, I get what, um, what Uz is saying. And my theory is through Njoku didn't really have a lot of points earlier on and Cooper looked like his old self getting the target shares, catching those balls. But I think, I think that's a product of preseason and practice where brisket was not um, taking any hits and was getting a slow offense and was getting used to throwing to people on his first reads and stuff like that. And not all of a sudden his eyes dropping down. Now that he's taking hits in the real season and they can't just lay off him because he's got the red shirt on, I think his eyes have started to come down, and that's where Njoku is sitting. So we know he's not going to be the long-term solution there. When and if Watson comes back, will I want to stash Cooper on my bench until something like that happens? Depends on the price. I might, I might actually take that. For the rest of you guys on this list, Deontay Johnson is going to be something to be seen. I mean, it's not a good look that your quarterback that they're putting in is not his name already rhymes with what he did three times last week. Pick it. That defense heard that and was like, okay, coach, sorry, jumping up there and grabbing those balls. The Deontay Johnson really wasn't doing much with Trubisky. We'll see if he can do something with the rookie, but we know the rookie's got rapport with Pickens. So maybe Pickens is going to pick up some of that slack get a little bit more target share because of that report. Um, but for the most part, I don't even know if I can convince somebody to take Pittman. I've got Pittman in one of my leagues. I'm about to start sitting them. I, I really don't know what start to do with the kid. He had one bad game. He had more than one bad game. He had five mm. points just this Yeah, and then he had... What did he have? He had... 11 points last game, and then he had 22 points two weeks before he was injured on the week two. That one bad game. He was injured week two. He was injured week two? Yeah, he was injured week two. Yeah, he was he a, a hamstring. Yeah, he had a hamstring. Right, right, right. He, he had the quad or the hamstring, yeah. right? So he was out week two. Mm-hmm. He put up a decent week one. He didn't put up much coming back. Hey, that's week not three, that's game. not what I expect out of a fourth-round pick. That's not what you expect out of a fourth-round pick. That's your second wide receiver or your first wide receiver, depending on how heavy you want running back. You know, so I'm, I'm he's, your, he's your wide receiver one, wide receiver two, 11 points doesn't do it. <laughs> that, he does, 11 points doesn't do it. All right. We are not going to spend too much time on the tight end dunks. Mark Andrews, what game? He's going to be fine. We mentioned him earlier. Waller. Waller's probably down because Jacobs was up. We'll see it flip the other way, likely. We're not fighting about Kyle Pitts, but it was a mistake to draft him at this point because it's been (laughs) no good. It's haven't been tough. It's haven't been tough. And then for 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 a uh, defender of Kyle Pitts, I have no shares on him. So (laughs) (laughs) he's been looking at it like, dang, I hope nobody listened to me. (laughs) Damn, (laughs) I didn't listen to myself. 
<laughs> he was like, you know what? Third round might be a little too rich yeah, for that was, me. Yeah, that's why it was yeah. too rich, man. That was crazy. And but. then uh, we got Dalton Schultz, who I have no shares of either, being my, uh, you know, yeah, little I, tidbit I, I shared earlier. Zero points, goose egg this Yeah, week, so. you know, but he was coming into this week as um. Was coming into this week with uh, what do you call it? What is it? A shoulder or he had some type of injury this week? Yeah, he did. And, and um, I'm thinking to myself, maybe he's going to get over it. Um, but it, like you said, the goose egg. This didn't wasn't involved. I thought um, Cooper Rush. I thought they're going to be. They're in the end zone a, a good amount of times. I thought. Yep. I, I thought for them, Dalton Schultz was definitely going to score, um, or definitely get get some type of involvement but i think the injury really kept them out of the out of the offense there all right that was your week four studs and duds we got through it that was a lot of uh players we discussed and now heading into week five we got starts and sits um lance why don't you start us off with your starts and sits quarterback running back wide receiver and tight end and then you you can yeah, so for quarterbacks, for quarterbacks, I'm going to start off with your sit for the week, right? Um, if you got Kyle Murray, uh, they're going up against the Eagles defense. The Eagles defense have a stout defensive line. They have good cornerbacks. The defense has not been giving up a whole heck of a lot. Um, if you've been worried about Murray because he's been putting up a lot of garbage time points for you, um, you're probably going to be sitting there biting your fingernails another week. And this week, he might not put up those garbage points. So if you've got a viable backup, I would put him in. And I mean a viable backup, meaning for some reason you stashed Tom Brady or, or you've got Derek Carr sitting on there. Speaking of Derek Carr, he's my QB start this week, right? He's going up against Kansas City. We saw what Tom Brady was able to do. He didn't win the game, but fantasy-wise, he might have won your game. Uh, he put up 31 points against that defense, and Tom Brady up until that point wasn't doing much. Uh, he, uh, he was averaging, I think, 18 points through week three. And so that 31 points he put up last last night is his best mark this season. And so Derek Carr put up a good mark this week, and he's going up against KC. He might be your streaming, especially if you got any buys this week or if you got a sit Murray. For running backs, I know that Jonathan Taylor's hurt, but Naeem Hines coming in, that's not going to be somebody you want to start. Going up against Denver, that line, that line is going to that that offensive line sucks. Denver is going to let them know, and so that's going to be a hard game for that running back. Uh, Damian Pierce, we're still high on him. He's going to be start this week. So if you had him on your bench, and you didn't listen to us last week and put him in. Put him in this week. He saw the points. He's done it two weeks in a row. Get him off your bench. Get him in your lineup. Your sit for this week, coming out of that Denver game again, Michael Pittman Jr. You've got another wide receiver who's averaging more than 11 points a game, or averaging more than 10 points a game. Put him in there. Michael Pittman Jr. is not going to be somebody who's going to give you a whole lot of points there. Uh, I just don't see Matt Ryan getting the time he needs there. Um, Baltimore defense is hurt, beat up. So Cincinnati, my start there, Tyler Boyd. He's going to – he didn't do much this past week. T. Higgins was the number that was getting called. Jamar Chase felt a little bit of that burn with T. Higgins taking those touchdowns. But Tyler Boyd is probably going to be the one that's going to take it off of uh, Baltimore's defense. Those rookie and injured – Defensive backs are going to be a problem there. We saw what Miami was able to do against them. We saw what um, some other teams were able to do. If it wasn't for the weather, we would have seen what Buffalo was able to do against that defense. That defense, unless they've got the weather on their side, is not going to be able to slow down that Cincinnati offense. Um, again, we saw, we heard what Dalton uh, Schultz did last week. I don't expect him to do much this week either. So he's my sit at tight end, and my start is Hawkinson. We know that there's still a lot of injured people there. We're still looking to see if St. Brown's going to be in the game. 
but we know Swift still isn't there. DJ Shark may still not be there. So Hawkinson, if you got him, if you got him sitting there on your bench for some reason, get him in because golf is going to be playing up against a, a defense that's going to allow that kind of points. And Ooze, your starts and sits from week five. Yeah. Um, so I'll start with the starts and then go with the sits right after. Um, I have two starts right now for the uh, quarterbacks. I have Russell Wilson starting for the, for the quarterbacks. Um, I think what he did this past Sunday with him doing two touch, I think it was two touchdowns. Um, and 300 yards, I believe, if, if I'm getting that right. Uh, two, 237 and two touchdowns, plus his, you know, almost uh, 30 yards rushing and a rushing touchdown. That's the rush that we, we know. That's the rush that, you know, we drafted. And I think going against the Colts that are just giving up points left and right, and I think that's going to be a game that they're going to be throwing both sides. He's going to be another start this, for this week. Um, so just believe in him another week. I know it's a, it's a short week for them. He's playing Thursday night, so you can get that in and get that early done. Um, I have another start, which is uh, Andy Dalton for those who are streaming quarterbacks. See, baby, I'm looking at you. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, going against the Lions, I think any quarterback going against the Lions at this point is just going to eat because the defense is just they're, they're the worst in the NFL. They're the worst defense in the NFL, and we've seen it with the Seahawks, um, Seahawks game, and you're going to see it again with the Saints game. Um, that brings me into thank you, huh? Thank you. Yeah, Andy Dalton, I think is a great play play. Played well in London, um, played play well in London against the Vikings. Almost won that game. If, if it wasn't for the double doink field goal, um, the Saints would have won that game. Um, going on to the wide receivers. Oh, well, yeah, I'll go to wide receivers and go to running back. So going around. Going with wide receivers, I want to continue that with, um, I want to continue that with Chris Olive. If you have him, I know he's been a flex play for the past couple of weeks, maybe even on the bench. Um, last week he went off for I think 12 points. I think this week again, going against the Lions offense, you can even you know double down with with Ann Dalton and Chris Olive. If you have him and you're streaming quarterback, definitely play him this week. He's going to eat this week, maybe. Um, into that, you know, shot penny type of thing, uh, shot penny uh, type of points of 30-something because he was really, really good against the Minnesota defense. He can only just do even better against the Detroit Lions defense. Um, another start for me is going against my man Lance is Michael Pittman. Okay, I understand that, he, you know, last week wasn't his best week. But that being said, the Denver's the Denver Bronco defense is just not as good as people think. Remember, we, we had um, we had Derek Carr shredding this defense for 32 points. Shredding this defense for 32 points. So Michael Pittman, favorite target for um, uh, Matt Ryan, who scored actually 27 points last week. Garbage points, but. 356 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Unfortunately, he had to fumble, but I think he's going to eat this week. Um, going on running backs. Um, what do I have on running backs? Sorry. Damian Harris off the Patriots. Um, definitely going to eat this week. I feel like um, he's going to be more featured because of the rookie going to be starting this week. Der uh, uh, Brian Hurry was hurt. Mac Jones still hurt, haven't got a confirmation of him playing. So they're going to rely more on the running game like they did. It's going between him and Roman, Roman Hall Stevenson, right? Am I pronouncing that right? Hamandre? Stevenson? Stevenson. Yeah, Stevenson. But Damian Harris is going to be taking the bulk of that. Who else? Am I missing? Tight ends? Yep. Tight end. Tight end. Um, I actually do not have a tight end to start this week. If I have this, if I had a, yeah, I'm not, I'm, yeah, I'm not trusting Mo Ali Cox, but yeah. Okay, I'm going to go to my sets of the week. Who did I say for, for what wide receiver? Sorry. Pittman. Pittman? Or are you talking about sets? Yeah. 
You have Pikmin, right? Okay. Oh, that's fine. Um, yeah. You don't eat this week. Starting all my week. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> big sets for the week, right? We're going into the week. Um, for this week, I have Geno Smith. I know those who want to play get play Geno Smith after having a great three weeks in a row. <laughs> yep. He's going against the Saints defense, okay? The, the offense of the Saints, you can say they're up and down, but the defense of the Saints have been consistent for two years now. They've been one of the upper half of the league good defenses, and they, they continue to show that. Um, they played well. Again, should have won a game against Minnesota. If it wasn't for the, the triple doink, double doink on, 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 on the field goal, it, that's, a, that's a win. And they played lights out in, in, in England. Um, running back, I have – I think I messed up my, all my notes here. Sorry. Oh, okay. Running backs, I have. We talked about this before with Brian Robinson coming back. Not this week, but Antonio Gibson. I know he's a starter. He's been an RB1 slash RB2 in most leagues because of the fact that he's a starter and he's not sharing anything. JD McKissick has been... Uh, prominent in the pass caching um, for the Washington Commanders, but with them going against the Titans, the Tennessee Titans, which stopped one of the best running backs in the league, Jonathan Taylor, for only 42 yards off of 20 rushes, you can only imagine what they're going to do against Antonio Mediocre Gibson. Okay? That's a huge sit for me. I'm sitting him in one league um, playing, I think, Bryce Hall or another rookie or something like that, but I just know, I just seen what, what the Tennessee uh, Titans defense did against my Jonathan Taylor of the Colts. Um, and then what, I have one sit for the wide receivers. Yep. Uh, I have, I can quickly tell you my sit, Kyle Pitts, the storm in the garbage, because <laughs> I know Lance is going to love to hear that. It's probably a no-brainer anyway. Um, Unless but, you could sign his touchdown. Yeah. Well, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just a. I don't know. You know, the 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 crazy thing is, Marcus Mariota was a quarterback that loved his tight ends in in Tennessee, and we and we backed that up with stats, and we said it. You know, we said that he he made um, what's his face um, Walker. Walker into the man he was. You know what I mean? Like, he was slinging the ball to Walker, and Walker was, at the time, I think like 34, 35, he was like one of the oldest um, tight ends there, and he's playing like it was 20-something. So you figure you yeah. had a you have a guy in Kyle Pitts who is taller, faster, stronger than, and than Walker, and he's actually not looking his way. So it's, it's really, it's really <laughs> dumbfounding to see that, and to, to see that week after week for this past week, so hopefully that that changes for those who for those Kyle Pitts owners who even went double tight end in the first two rounds or first you know three rounds for that matter. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a definitely sit till you see it. I'm going against the Buccaneers this week. Just the sit him, just sit him. It's, it's it's no it's no point. Um, we talked about this guy as well. He was a dud last week. Probably a dud this week. But again, if you don't have shares in them, I think this is, should be a clip. Go back in, in the VOD. Lance said, Amari Cooper, he's a sit. But if you don't have him, he, he probably, and people are struggling with him, go grab him. I, to be honest, I didn't even think about it till today till Lance said it. Because they're, Jacoby Percet is doing a great job being a placeholder. And Deshaun Watson comes back in prime fantasy season. He's, he's he comes in 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 uh what three weeks or four weeks before playoffs, right? Yeah. So imagine you having him on the bench, and you're just sca- scraping by till playoffs, and you make playoffs, and and then Deshaun Watson comes out of nowhere week eight and starts slinging to this boy. Now you have three, yep. probably four wide receivers that you can start. 
you know, three wide receivers starting, one flex, or two wide receivers, one flex, or two flexes, whatever it may be, and you you stole this man from the from the previous owner for a bag of peanuts. So <laughs> for for now, he's a he's a sit. Sit him on the bench. If you have him, just bring him there till Sean Watson gets there. And if you don't have him, go get him. But yeah, he can't, he can't keep starting on your, on your fantasy teams for right now. All right. We made it through. Starts and sits, week five. It's been a crazy season. Point totals up in the almost close to 100 between almost these terrible teams. Your first round picks aren't doing that good. The uh, people coming out the woodwork um, scoring all types of crazy points. And as always, a lot of season ending injuries of IR. But stay with the Russell for the rest of the season. We will guide you, we will help you. And check out the rest of Roster Up. We've got a new segment with betting. Uh, over on around the league and a lot of content still flowing from other teams so check it out do not miss out and always come back for another episode of the Russell. that's our show guys you got anything else no um just stick just stay with your gut stay with us don't panic and just believe in the, believe in the teams, believe in the matchups. That's what you can do for right now. And check the weather. <laughs> oh yeah, check the weather. Check that weather. <laughs> All right, it's been real from the Russell. <laughs>